When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello there. It's time for Most Things Kenobi. Shouldn't it be All Things Kenobi? Hmm... Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Most Things Kenobi, a podcast about Obi-Wan Kenobi and all things Star Wars. I'm your host, Leanne. And I'm your host, Lauren. And... Lauren is coming from an off location, an <laughs> off-site location. So if she sounds a little different, that might be why. <laughs> I wish it was one of the locations we're about to talk about. I know. Oh, good segue. <laughs> See, there are so many places that Star Wars has filmed or has used backdrops, images, action in their filming process that we each chose two, and we may have like a third if we have time. But yeah, it was as a first go around because we'll have to revisit this again because there's so many good ones. There's so many locations; it's crazy, and it's- a lot of them you can actually go to, mm-hmm. which is nice. <laughs> I've been to one. To one I'm going to talk about. I have not. I don't think. I don't know all the. I don't know all of the. The locations, but I mean, I've been to Italy and that's where mine start. So, yeah, but I want to go to one of my locations. We should do like a, an MTK Star Wars world tour. <laughs> God, see all the Could we please? locations. <laughs> oh, I thought you just meant like go on a world tour to visit everybody. <laughs> oh, we could. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners can join us in Star Wars locations. I would love to actually... Now that I'm thinking about what you actually said, we could go on a world tour to visit all these locations. And then if people are around, they can just show up. Yeah. There'll be a whole thing. Exactly. It would be really fun. <laughs> anyway, would you like to begin with your first location? Sure. I can't pronounce it at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try. <laughs> so I did the filming locations in Iceland that they filmed yes. Rogue One in. Yes. And I've been to Iceland. And I'm here to tell you, their alphabet is not a direct translation to English. Right, and right. And the sounds that I'm supposed to make to pronounce these, I just really can't do it. So forgive me. I'm going to butcher all of this. Icelandic folk, please. I beg your forget- forgiveness. Um, I don't even know how I'm going to say this, Leanne. It's so intimidating. <laughs> you could spell it. It's harder to spell. It probably, probably. 
Okay, so the main region they were in was Mir del Sanjur, which uh, I know I butchered that. It's so bad. So it's the southernmost. It's the southernmost tip of Iceland. It's a little okay. bit that kind of like pokes out down at the bottom, and in that is contained the Rinisfara Black Sand Beach, which I have actually walked on. Yes, I saw your pictures. Looks yes. amazing. It's so cool, and, and it's then- like truly black. Yes, yeah, and I'll kind of talk about why in a minute. I kind of like went through the history and like what these locations are. Oh, not... me too, me too. So more so that than like what the filming was, just so people right. can learn. There's like a history, and sometimes the history is tied to why they chose it for Star Wars, mm-hmm. so it's kind of cool. Um, so there's also a mountain, which I cannot pronounce. <laughs> 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 I have no idea. Whoa. God forgive me. And Hafirse. Okay, so this was where Lamu is in Rogue One. Yes. It's where the Urso family is hiding from the Empire at the very beginning. And it is so freaking cool. So the whole region is considered a desert, even though it's mm. pretty much soaking wet all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's all sand and like if you look at aerial footage of it you'll see that it is deposits basically so people used to live there like thousands of years ago and they Mm -hmm. kept getting washed out by volcanic eruptions in the area and so when the volcanoes would erupt it would create sediment but it would also melt glaciers so then there would be oh massive flooding so the whole area is a wash, an outwash plain. So there's interesting. It's between two major rivers, and those rivers will like overflow their banks quite often and leave sediment and deposit. So the area changes huh. all the time because it's constantly being deposited on. It's pretty interesting. That is. And there was a the <laughs> the really bad one I couldn't pronounce the Hirlif blah blah. blah. <laughs> <laughs> I really it's really hard to pronounce. I even looked up like listened to pronunciations. I, I can't do it still. It's a volcano in the area and it used to be an island like a really long time ago. Oh but it, it's like it's like cold Hawaii, okay so like it it erupted so often that it joined the mainland. And built its own land bridge. And this was by the time, like, Iceland was settled. So that that was, like, a long-ass time ago. Like, Iceland's yeah. been settled for a long time. God, the planet is fascinating, isn't it? It's so... It's, like, for geology nerds like us, oh, my yeah. God. It is yeah, so great. Yeah, that is... Mm. So that, there's a cave there, which I think they might have even filmed in, but it's kind of, like colloquially with a little twinkle in the eye called the Yoda cave because the outline is oh. actually shaped like Yoda's oh. head and oh. it's legit. Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I'll try That's and post, too cool. I'll post a picture if I can, but it's really cool. Um, but also, so the area is not super, super safe. It is. Like, to travel there, it is safe. To live yeah. there... Not so much. Well, no, it sounds like a ever changing, every ever morphing, yeah, unstable location. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's super dynamic. So 
The thing I, I love, though, the black sand beach was so yeah. cool because it's covered in enormous hexagonal basalt stacks. Ooh. And they look man-made. So it's these huge, they look like pillars yeah. coming out of the side of the mountain right on the edge, the cliffs, like right on the ocean. And it, it, that it, is so cool. It's so cool. I, I freaking love it because I love rocks. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, it sounds prehistoric because it, it is. It is. But yeah. it sounds like otherworldly, which I, I love places like that. Yeah. And I watched a little feature for Rogue One and every actor who was there was saying it feels like we're on another planet. It's, it's yeah. really cool. And so the sand is black because it's volcanic. So it's this mm-hmm. basalt that kind of comes out of an eruption and these pillars as they crumble because the, the, the columns are made by cooling lava. Like everything is made by cooling lava. In this yeah, right, area. right. And then right. it gets ground up into sand. And so that's why that's the cool. beaches are black because they're volcanic beaches. So imagine how old that sand is. It's so, that's so historic. So this area is really rich soil, but you can't live there because it's no. dynamic. But there's also all these legends, like historical legends that take place. There's talk about trolls and like the brothers who basically settled Iceland, had some mythology there. Like it's a really oh, special yeah. place in the country. And I feel really lucky to, to have seen it because it's not that edited in rogue one it really looks pretty straightforward you know that's awesome yeah it's i will say (laughs) from a filming standpoint the black sand really made krennic's cape pop because he had (laughs) the white right yes it did and they had the black like death troopers or whatever their names are and yeah it was all visually good. It was good. It looks so good. Yeah, it really translated well. So one thing, I, before we move on, I just want to warn oh, people, yeah. if you ever go to the Black Sand Beach, you have to be so careful. Do not get near the water. They post this very blatantly there, but they have something called sneaker waves where they mm-hmm. will just pop up, snatch you, and drag you out Ooh. to sea. And so you you don't get close to the water. And it's deep enough. You can easily go there and be safe. So don't be stupid. <laughs> go up to the right. water. Because of the shape of the like continental shelf, it creates like a mini tidal wave basically that comes in and like scoops people out to sea. So you have to Good just Lord. stay away. <laughs> oh my God. It, that's right. The whole region is very dynamic. So Well, yeah. yeah. It, it's... The place is just, like I said, it's prehistoric. You abide to its rules. Yes, absolutely. But I highly recommend going to travel there because yeah. it's so cool. And it's easy to get to. It's like two hours, maybe two and a half out of Reykjavik. It's a very easy drive. The roads are beautifully maintained. There's a free parking lot. You just park. There's a little coffee shop there. It's really great. Oh, so, oh I, I was going to ask, do you know how long... Do you know how long they spend filming there, by chance? I don't. Probably not too long. I would guess a couple of weeks, maybe, because it was just the intro sequence. But I guess part of Iceland was used as Starkiller Base, also. Mm. Um, Mm. But that's a different area. It was one of their glaciers. But I haven't been up there. 
Honestly, okay, side note also, I don't know how I didn't know this, Leanne, but I was like, what? Starkiller base is on Ilum. Which is where they get yes. their kyber crystals in, like... Right. How did I never yes. put that together? Because we don't care about Starkiller Base. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> it was so depressing to, like, realize that the, they it's went awful. there and bastardized the place yeah. that all the younglings go. I mean, go. It's, it's, it's actually devastating. Maybe that, Maybe you just tune it out because it's... It's really unfortunate. But yeah, that's that's my Icelandic locations that I can't pronounce again. Sorry. <laughs> well, if there's anyone out there who does speak it, please let us know. That would be very fascinating. Yeah. There is an, an Icelandic woman who does Reiki on YouTube. Oh, really? And she'll sometimes go into her language to do it. And it's so lovely to listen to. Like, yeah, it's... I feel like such a boring fool for not knowing a language <laughs> god loved, i'm a basic bitch i am too i am too i loved visiting there when i went there everyone speaks english and they speak it beautifully but i at the time i had white hair like bleached white hair but because of my like white hair they thought i was icelandic so they would always oh. start just talking to me and i'm like i'm sorry i'm american <laughs> I'm a poser. Thank you. (laughs) I miss my white hair. Well, I'm 100% Italian. (laughs) So I had to pick somewhere in Italy. But strangely enough, I did not intend for this to happen. But both of my picks, my two locations, are from Revenge of the Sith. I did not see that coming. Yeah. So... When I picked the two, I didn't realize that the second one was also like was debuted in Revenge of the Sith. Anywho, <laughs> the first one I chose was Mount Etna, which is the volcano in Sicily, Italy, that is used in Revenge of the Sith during the duel between Anakin and Obi-Wan, which we've talked about in its own episode. It is epic. It is amazing. And it was actually erupting at the time and they filmed it erupting this was back in um this was let's see footage of the eruptions were recorded by lucasfilm and integrated into the landscape of the planet in the 2005 film it actually erupted between 2002 and 2003 and it threw up such a huge column of ash it could actually be seen from space and as far away as libya and south across the mediterranean sea seismic activity everywhere it actually destroyed houses on the flanks of the volcano itself, caused a lot of structural damage. It also destroyed the tourist station Piano Provenzana, which is the northeastern flank of the volcano. And um, <laughs> it, it was doing its thing, as volcanoes do, <laughs> taking out everything in, in, in its path. But Lucasfilm was like, you know what, though? There's footage. Let's use it. So... <laughs> They actually integrated real t- real time footage of it erupting. They put it into the landscape of the model that they built. So they, I didn't actually wow. know this, but the model they built for this Mustafar duel is bigger than anything built in the original trilogy. Wow! So the lava flow 
so there's the there's there's the there's the backdrop, the actual volcano erupting footage from that, integrated into the digital comp of the model itself, like a blend, mm-hmm. and it's the biggest model that they built at the time. It was the biggest in the film industry, and wow. they used techniques when they built this model and did all this rendering and everything and, and made this epic scene, they used the same technology later in the Mandalorian season one, when they're on the lava flow where that droid was taken care of. Oh yeah. Remember that? It was like yeah, towards like the, the end of last episode season or something. One. Yeah. yeah. And he goes down with the boat and he, he babysits the he babysits <laughs> baby Yoda and they're trying to get out of that boat and all this stuff. It's the same cadence of lava flow because they literally used the exact same shit for that scene as they did in revenge of the sith you know i had no idea that revenge of the sith ending was practical at all like i thought it was all cgi it's star wars biggest model in history wow in history it's 18 feet wide 33 feet long and seven feet high and Mustafar itself is larger than the Death Star 2 model that they used in Re- Return of the Jedi. Wow. That's Which crazy. is insane to think of. So we always make fun of the, the prequels because of all the CG and stuff. But yeah. they were going to use CG for this. But they said, no, there's absolutely no practical way. And we can't fuck this up. So <laughs> they've had two <laughs> films already. Okay. And they're like, maybe we go back to the basics. And they built... Basically where the finale of everything takes place between Anakin and Obi-Wan. So and all of it was initiated by Mount Etna in Sicily. So were they going to film at Mount Etna anyway, do you know? Or did they just go there because it was erupting and they got lucky? Like you can, if you look at the video of Etna's eruption, like the footage that people mm-hmm. took looks just like, <laughs> looks just like Mustafar. <laughs> Um, so what you're saying is you need to pilgrimage there. Why? Well, I, I guess. I mean, go to Sicily, go to Italy in general. There's a lot of Star Wars yeah. locations in Italy. But that's Vader's castle is built. It is. I mean, I'm a little disappointed that my Italy trip this past spring did not involve. <laughs> I did see Vesuvius, though, and that was good enough because oh, that, one's, cool. that one's its own thing. So there was a control room that was built. As were any structures that the actors had to interact with, with the blue screens and stuff. But Mm -hmm. then lava bursts and a mix of CG with real footage obtained by a crew sent to Mount Etna's eruption. So they actually went and said, this is it. We need this. This is Mustafar. (laughs) This is Mustafar. So (laughs) they were purposely sent to film it. The magic of Lucasfilm, right? Right. And it's, it's so crazy because you can, if you go to you know any any site that explains we'll we'll just say wiki you know for for instance they show the after effects of the houses that were just completely buried you know all this stuff and this is not millions of years ago this isn't like historic like mount vesuvius is this is 2002 to 2003 so yeah Highly active stuff. And the fact that it's like preserved in a Star Wars, it's canon. Mount Etna's canon. <laughs> so <laughs> eruptions of Mount Etna kind of occur in multiple patterns, mm. with five distinct craters. 
and they each have their own Italian name, which I'm just going to skip. I did <laughs> learn some Italian. I'm just not that great of it. I'd do my own, my own uh, ethnicity a disservice. But <laughs> <laughs> there are over 300 vents in this wow. volca- volcano. And uh, they range from tiny holes in the ground to hundreds of meters ac- across in size. That's crazy. It's really crazy. And actually, um, the first volcanic activity ever recorded was about 500,000 years ago. Holy shit. Occurring beneath the sea. And then it kind of built up Sicily, because Sicily is an island off the boot toe, Mm -hmm. the toe of the boot, if you will, of Italy. And um, it's just, it continues. It just continues and continues to do its thing. Is Etna on Sicily? Or is it on mainland? Yes. Oh, it is? Oh, nope, wow. No, Sicily. So one day, so is it possible that Sicily is going to be attached to the boot at some point if the volcanoes erupt enough? <laughs> it's crazy, though, if you think about it, because they call the first known record of eruption Diodorus Siculus, which could actually be a Sith name. <laughs> really could. Darth Diodorus or Darth Siculus. <laughs> Darth, Darth Siculus is good. That's great. Right? I wonder what it means. I don't know. I could I could go on and on about... There were Roman poets that, writ, that wrote about it. It's in all Roman history. It's like... Well, it's still Europe's most active volcano. So that, oh, that's something to consider. There were 16 eruptions in 2001 alone. Holy shit. So it's... It's... it's it is not dead. Mustafar is active and well. <laughs> so, but it's taken out stuff. It's taken out us, taken out all kinds of stuff. But yeah, when I was taking geology in college, they always said nature is not destructive except that men build on it. Yes. So nature is dynamic and we put ourselves there which of course we have to if we're gonna live we have to live somewhere but yeah it's gonna do its thing whether or not you put a house on it (laughs) do you know when the most recent eruption was Mm -mm. 2022 wow not that long ago nope there were two (laughs) eruptions in february there were lava fountains coming out of it there were collapses in structures uh, of the volcano itself. So, like, wow. volcanoes aren't just spewage. There's also collapses mm-hmm. because of the weight of everything. And then th- that can be its own landslide mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. So there's that to consider. And then there, it, it erupted in 2021, 2018, 2017. I mean, it's every wow. few years at yeah. this point. So, anyway, I find the thing amazing. Probably not great for air travel with all that ash. Because yeah. they do have to reroute. Yeah, I'm sure. But I'll tell you what, it did not fail. They did not fail in their uh, their coming to the conclusion of the whole fight with Obi Wan and Anakin because it worked and it worked very well and they broke records yeah. with its model. That's so very cool. cool. Very. That cool. was my first choice. I feel like I had to come out of the gate with a bang. <laughs> And we both talked about volcanoes, which is crazy. <laughs> I know. Well, I guess they make for really dramatic Star Wars-y backdrops, don't they? I, I, well, Star Wars, I mean, <laughs> it's a shit show, so why not use some, <laughs> some volcanoes in all your scenes? <laughs> so what's your next one? 
My next one is a location I have wanted to visit since well before it was a Star Wars location. Yeah. Uh, Skellig Michael in Ireland. Oh, yes, yes. I was doing some research in college for something and I stumbled across Skellig and it has lived in my mind as this mysterious, really cool place that I wanted to visit. I'm afraid to visit it though because you have to access it only by boat which I'm mm. terrified of water, and you have to go into the Atlantic Ocean off the, I think it's like the southwest or west of Ireland. Okay. And it's very choppy and kind of dangerous. I bet. How big is the boat, though? <laughs> we talking a small little, They're I not, imagine it have to be a big. It's not like a sailboat, but it's not huge. It's not like a ferry. They're, you know, like a water taxi size, maybe a little bigger, depending oh, wow. on the, the boat. Oh, you probably, that would be interesting. That would be an interesting trip. It would require a lot of courage on my, my end to do it because I'm scared to death <laughs> of drowning. So, But it's, it's an amazing site with an insane history. And the fact that they filmed there at all blows my mind. Yeah, how did they get there? Only by boat, and they had to carry their equipment up 618 yeah. steps. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. How, like, I know how they got there. You just explained that. But, like, how did they get their equipment? That's crazy. That's dedication. It sounded Did they fly brutal. in? You can't fly in. No, you can't. It's too um, precarious. Low, low to clouds fly. and winds and all it's, kinds of shit. Yeah, it. it's very windy. Everything about it is kind of dangerous until you get to the very top. And then it's like a bowl, so it blocks all mm-hmm. the wind. So it's really cool. So it's a UNESCO, is that how you say it? The World Heritage Site? Mm-hmm. It's one of two in Ireland, actually. Um, oh. it's, it's off the coast of Kerry, and I've actually been to Kerry. Um, it's a beautiful area in Ireland. It's so gorgeous. Um so it also has a smaller little sister island called Little Skellig. Oh. Which is just off to the side. Oh. <laughs> um, so it was started by monks at least in the 6th century. But it has been mentioned as far back as like oh, 1000 BC. There's references oh. to it. So it has a deep, deep history. Most of that history, though, is... Religious. It's mostly a Catholic site. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was St. Fionan's Monastery. It's one of the earliest foundations in the country. So if oh, you wow. think about the 6th century is the 500s. So like the Normans haven't invaded Britain yet. It's still a bunch of like random little tribes everywhere. Ireland is more probably established, I would say. I, I can't say for sure than Britain at that point. But their history is deep. They have really deep history there. They said the monks who lived there slept and prayed in these beehive-shaped huts made of stone, Mm -hmm. which remain to this day. And that's the thing that really struck me when I went to Ireland. In the United States, Leanne, you can attest to this. You go to a historic site, there are ropes everywhere. You can't touch anything. You can't sit Mm -hmm. on anything. You keep your hands to yourself. You don't take photographs. (laughs) That's it. When I was in Ireland... You could sit in stuff, touch stuff. I went to this castle right away. They're like, oh, yeah, have a seat. I was like, are you sure it's allowed? <laughs> and they've remained all this time. Yeah. 
And that's the thing, because when they were built, it is rock fucking solid, yeah. right? And so these things are here still from the 500s, these little beehive huts that Luke Skywalker lived in. Sorry, I guess I even forgot to say what they're, they're from. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you were getting to it. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I was so excited about the location. It's Octu from Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, so it's where Luke goes and hides. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it sounds utterly amazing. Yeah, it's, and it's also some, like, a, a prominent place for birds. They have, like, really amazing oh, yeah, yeah. birds that roost there. Um, yeah. So they said the monks left the island in the 13th century, uh, but it, it remained, like, a place of pilgrimage. So you could go there, and then it became, a, a like, a haven during the, the penal laws, I think that's how you pronounce it. So okay. there was a time during the Reformation where in Britain they became non-Catholic. I guess you could call them Protestants. Uh, they were a mix of that and like the King's Protestantism. And they actually made laws about Catholics. So mm. it became kind mm. of dangerous to be Catholic for a little while. And then they even mm-hmm. like established like civil disabilities on Catholics. So like no Catholic was allowed to own a horse worth more than five pounds or something like that. So what? It was huh? insane. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> so people who were Catholic would go to Skellig to take refuge because it was very isolated. It was as far away as okay. you could get from okay. these laws. You have to take a boat, and it's only during certain times of year, like it's closed in the wintertime. And you can climb. It's 618 steps. It's very high and a little bit scary so if you have a fear of heights maybe it's not a place for you but they say once you get to the top it's an amazing view it's well worth it and i saw footage of the crew going there and it is carrying all that stuff it's insane dude it must have been the worst fucking location shoot i mean it looks great you can tell it looks very beautiful and like they didn't film there the whole time. They went and got establishing shots, the important shots, and then a lot of the other stuff they filmed in different locations that look similar because it's a really difficult place to shoot. Are the steps, do we see the steps in the scenes? Are those the steps? We, we do. We see Ray okay. walk up some of them. That's, that's what I was thinking. So, yeah. oh, okay. Damn. Yeah. But those little fish people from yeah. Last Jedi, not real. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Good to know. <laughs> but I do wonder if the Porgs are like a nod to the Puffins that live there. Oh, they probably, there. there were probably so many that they had to be like, what are we going to do with these birds? Well, let's digitally create them into something we can sell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? I went on along the coast, uh, the southern um, it's the Kenai Peninsula in, in Alaska. Mm. And we did a boat tour around like some of the fjord in like the the cavities you can go yeah. in and around. Yeah, and there's yeah. little tiny islands, not inhabitable. They're just like straight up and down. Mm-hmm. And the cliffs were covered in puffins there. So Puffins are amazing. Aren't they cute? They're crazy. <laughs> they, they build, it, they use the landscape. To help them. Yeah. They're smart. Animals are smart. Birds are smart. Nature is smart. It's us who are dumb. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll speak for myself, I guess. But <laughs> I feel pretty dumb. <laughs> you know, I'm there with you. <laughs> well, I would love to go there, assuming the boat ride is pleasant and the weather's good. It's definitely, you have to book in advance now because Star Wars sure. made it yep. super popular. Yep. But also, you could make your reservation months in advance, get there, and it's bad weather and you can't go. So you kind of have to be mm-hmm. ready to have it not work out because the weather's mm-hmm. really uh, semi-unpredictable sometimes out there. Although you may yeah. argue with that. Is weather ever unpredictable, Leanne? How do I answer that? <laughs> I will say... We do our best, but it has the final say. Very diplomatic. There you <laughs> <And> go. True, <laughs> honestly. And it's honest, but... Yes. So what's your next one? Well, my next one is a place I've always wanted to go to. Mm. I love how we're still space twinning. Even I though know. we didn't tell each other. We didn't have any... We just said, here's what we're going to do so we don't overlap, Overlap, right? yeah. <laughs> and I'm biased. <laughs> this place I've always wanted to go to outside of its place in Star Wars. It's just, if you were to put Leanne in a place that symbolizes Leanne, it would be this location. And it's Grindelwald, Switzerland. Mm, yes. <laughs> it's first seen as the sequence of Alderaan in Revenge of the Sith. Oh. So we know Alderaan's our favorite planet, right? Yeah. And the mountains of Grindelwald itself are what's digitally input into it's similar to the the previous one mount etna it's real stuff put into you know a scene even though they're not there right so yeah they didn't film there they just took what they could flew in did this whole imagery and stuff and then incorporated it into the movie and then leia finds her home there which is i i think a beautiful woman deserves a beautiful location such as this and yeah. It's soon to be decimated, as we know, so they really wanted to go big and have the most beautiful scenery in the most beautiful place so that the, you know, the impact of Alderaan would seem even more, more devastating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the hamlet of Grindelwald is in the heart of the Swiss Alpen region, and it's known as a winter wonderland with skiing, sledging, snowshoeing. It's tranquil and peaceful. There's waterfalls in the summer. It has a quaint little town. You can walk amongst it. And it's just all this beautiful, I just want to eat cheese there. That's just what I want to do. <laughs> Did you say this is in Switzerland or Netherlands? Yes. So actually, let me tell you some facts on Grindelwald. It's in uh, south central Switzerland. So you could eat cheese. You would get all the you, oh, cheese. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Fondue forever, bitch. That's what the, that is what... <laughs> Bail Organa was doing in his off time. <laughs> There's a lot of places I can't pronounce. It's on the slopes of the Luchin Valley. Please, please help me out. Europeans, anyone? We have we have several Swiss folks, yeah, at our Oh group please don't take us. it personally. <laughs> if maybe in fact, maybe fly me out there so I can learn from the locals and then I'll figure it out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's funny because this area was actually used by serfs and peasants to farm their animals because of the rolling green, lush Greenland and all this stuff. It had excellent, excellent goods for the cows and mm. stuff. And actually, if you do look at scenery and videos from there, they have the cows with the big bells on. Oh, nice. <laughs> They're like free range and it just seems so lovely. It just, uh, just 
seems so lovely. But it was it was pasturage during the summer um, by serfs. So it's it's the best of everything. You have massive giant peaks amidst rolling green lowlands mm. and tiny little glacial, you know, rivers and va- and streams and stuff. And they actually build to keep the streams kind of in their own banks, because I'm assuming based on what I know from mountain weather, <laughs> the spring runoff or whenever their runoff season happens will probably cause those things to swell, but they may have so many outlets that it, it doesn't get to like a, a flood scenario, but mm-hmm. uh, it just seems delightful. But the Valley itself is surrounded by the Wetterhorn, the Mattenberg and the Eiger all of the peaks which rise above 10,000 feet or 3,050 meters. Wow. And the two famous streams that I was referencing are the upper and lower Grindelwald Glacier, and those are glacial glacial streams that come from those glaciers. So cool. So so that sounds like heaven. Yeah, and it gets blown <laughs> up because Vader. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, because motherfucking Tarkin. We'll blame it on Tarkin. Yeah. And Vader. Tarkin, Tarkin's <laughs> sick idea, and then Vader just let it happen. Yeah. So, it seems like a delightful place. It's got the Alpen-looking homes with mm-hmm. the the peaked roofs and then the um, balconies that are carved yeah. into it. Beautiful. There's actually 35 hotels there alone oh. in, in this small little area. Um, it sits at 33... I'm sorry, 3,392 feet or 1,034 meters above sea level. So comparatively, yeah, I live in a mountain town that sits at 3,300 feet above sea level. Yeah, so So you do do just fine there. I would be just fine there. (laughs) So seems great. And then you have your ski, like heavenly skiing. Oh, and the cheese. You're forgetting the cheese. Just seems great. Oh, I would die. <laughs> Skiing and cheese. What else could you ever need? <laughs> I know. They also have a coat of arms. Really? And while I can't pronounce the name of it, it, it this is what it says. Ghouls on a bar argent. Assami chamois. Rampant. Issuant. Sable. Charlotte, I know you're out there. Please help me. Please scold me. I'll describe it to you from what I can tell. It's got red bars, white stars, and some kind of mountain goat. Nice. Very nice. Which seems appropriate. I'm sure there's a ton of mountain goats around there. Mountain goats yeah. are the, the most amazing creatures. We have them here. Yes. And they are the mountaineers that humans wish that they yes. could be. I saw one in the Grand Canyon once. On the very edge of a ledge in the middle of the cliff. So not, I don't know how it got up there. It was insane. I mean, their little toes make it the perfect little way to get a a hold on a rock. A tiny rock. It's crazy what they can do. It's really crazy. And they just chill there like it doesn't bother them. (laughs) (laughs) Eating little scrub off the side of a rock. Yeah, it's crazy. I just... mm. Anyway, I want to go to Grindelwald. It is Alderaan on on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. It seems lovely, but I have a few more facts because the Swiss technology involved. <laughs> Swiss technology is very prevalent in Star Wars. I did not realize this. So the connection 
within Switzerland goes beyond the Alderaan factor, we'll say. The Federal Institute of Technology in Zurich has a partnership with Disney where researchers find high-tech solutions to bring aspects of the Star Wars films to life. So it was a group of researchers at Disney Research Zurich who came up with solutions to make the film's stormtroopers look more realistic. No way! The further techniques used by the same development group, research group, were also used in The Force Awakens and Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. How fucking cool is that? Right. So Disney has a research team in Zurich coming up with better ways to make the films look amazing, which they started with Stormtroopers and now they've moved on to whatever's. It doesn't say what they did in The Force Awakens or Rogue One, but I can imagine they have their hands in a bunch of stuff. So Yeah. I mean, those movies both looked, looked amazing. So how freaking cool. Hats off to the Swiss and their technology. They're always doing... Listen... For, for coming from someone who studies avalanche and and snow science, the Swiss are by far and large decades ahead of even Canadian and United States science when it comes to snow science. So mm, I respect them for many reasons, and now I can add it to my my Star Wars lore. Nice. <laughs> you go, Swiss. <laughs> you and your cheese that I want to eat and bathe in. Oh, Alderaan. <laughs> Gone but not forgotten. <laughs> yeah. All right, friends. Next week. I don't know how we're going to get through this, Leanne. <laughs> it's a... I don't even know if we can call it a labor of love. I don't think we labor. can either. It's a labor. Yeah, it's just birthing a labor. <laughs> it's just a labor. But we're doing it for all you out there. We're going to watch the holiday special, the Star Wars holiday special. As Leanne described it, it was mostly Wookiees screaming. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to try. We'll talk about whatever we can get through next week and see what this is all about. Because I mean, listen, there are people out there that love it. There are. There are few and far between, but they're out there. I know, and I can't understand it because anything I've seen has been excruciating. But here, I'll give it an honest try. We're going to see how it goes. (laughs) Yes. Join us back here next week for that nightmare. Well, thank you so much for joining us here on the Most Things Kenobi podcast. We appreciate every single one of our patrons and are very grateful for your support. If you would like to support the podcast and become a patron as well, head over to the Most Things Kenobi Patreon. As always, you can follow us on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you enjoy our podcast, feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple. We see you out there. You're still rating us. We have an amazing score, and we thank you for it. So, thank you. And if you need one place to find all this stuff, head over to mostthingskenobi.com. So, until next time, my space twin, may the force be with you. Always. <laughs>